Episode 45 of This Is Us 2 is brought to you by Minute with Mary. So the holiday season's here, and you want to look your best at all these activities and family get-togethers, right? Maybe a new tube of Epic Mascara is just what you need. Trust me, it makes a huge difference for my confidence and makes me feel downright gorgeous like Rebecca. So if you want to learn more, just find me, search the hashtag Minute with Mary. You go, you walk. You good guy or a bad guy, pal? Are you VC? Sometimes. Providence, Rhode Island. Welcome to This Is Us Too. It's a podcast dedicated to This Is Us on NBC. So sit back, relax, and let's all have a good cry. Hi, everyone, and welcome. My name is Mary Larson. My name is Blake, and I, trust me, I never, ever want to eat a bat. Never. I'm never going to go full Aussie. I'm never going to go full Vietnam. I don't think I'm ever going to eat a bat. It just sounds like a terrible freaking idea. It sounds horrible. Yeah. It was like a soup of bat, too. Completely disgusting. Like, no, thank you. Like, you know, like the bat, ju- like, was it a full bat? Was it like with the eyes and the wings and everything? Or was it just bat meat? Ugh. Was it like, did they have bat bones? Ugh. Like, imagine just taking a bat, killing it, and just putting it in like a stew. No, thank you. Nope. No, no, thank you at all. But you know, one thing I can get behind in yeah. this episode is the awkwardness of um, first traveling dates with your newly minted partner. Ooh, um, man, uh, we we have a we have a number. Mary and I actually have a number of different first uh, traveling dates. Um, I could tell the story about how Mary invited me to her birthday party with all of her friends and didn't know a single person. And she was just, she turned 25 and I just showed up and there was every single person that had, had ever been in Mary's life was at this party. And it was literally, I don't know, four or five days after we met. Welcome to my life. Or, or. Or I could talk about the first time that Mary and I actually went out on a trip together. Uh, we didn't go out together necessarily, but you met me out in uh, upstate New York. We went on a, uh, I was on a motorcycle trip and I oh. begged you to come. And then I got pink eye. <laughs> That's true. But I tried to hide it from everybody else because I was like, I don't want them to be totally grossed out because pink eye is completely contagious. You guys all know. Somebody has pink eye, you like run away and wash your hands. And I was stuck in an RV. Oh, so that's that's, so that's the one camper. I think I want to talk about. The, the other one was Mary inviting me to a wedding to uh, uh, to two people I had no idea about. I, I had been dating Mary for about a month. And all of a sudden, I'm sitting at the head table of these people's wedding. <laughs> I was like, hi, I'm the new guy. <laughs> What's going on? How are you? 
Um, so I think I'll save the birthday. Uh, I'll, I'll save the birthday story for another time because I know somehow, some way, we'll relate to that. But the one I will tell is uh, about uh, begging Mary to go on a motorcycle trip with me. Uh, who and every year for since I graduated college, uh, I got a motorcycle for myself. After I graduated college, it was my 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 gift to myself uh, for, for for getting through it. Um, and every year I went on a motorcycle trip with my dad and my uncle up to upstate New York, and I met Mary. And this was probably about two months after we had met, and I was just head over heels for Mary, and I just decided, this girl's got to come with me. I have to share my life with her. I have to share this most important f- facet of my life, and I desperately wanted her to go, and I was like, you're going to come? I can't wait. And Mary's like, yeah. Uh, and I could just see the apprehension in her face. I'm like, I'm sorry if this is too forward, but I really want you to come. I want you to be with my dad. I want you to be with my uncle. I want you to come and meet in New York. I want to go on a motorcycle, da, 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 you know? And uh, I remember... Uh, thinking, okay, how's she going to get up there? She has to teach. She has to do all this stuff. She had to ride with my stepmother. <laughs> no. Oh, no, that wasn't no. it? No, your stepmother left without me, oh, no. and I then well, had to drive by myself. No, that was the, the the first time you came up with her. The second time she left without you. Yeah, that was nice. That was That's a whole nother story. <laughs> so they, they came up together the first time, and... Uh, she had to ride with my stepmother. Oh my god, I can I can't even imagine that. I obviously must have made such a great impression. I know. And then Mary shows up, and it's like, do we sleep together? Like we had been sleeping together, not you know to bed, but to sleep. Uh, although, yeah, well, what? It doesn't matter. We had been sleeping together, and but like, how do you like do all that in an RV and with your entire with family. my entire family and the whole thing? It was just, and then the, the ride back with her pink eye. She was so embarrassed. It was one of my least favorite trips I've ever taken. Oh my my god! What, what a dumpster fire for the whole trip. But we had fun up there in New York. We got lost. Remember, my dad thought that we we died (laughs) on the mountains. Boy, you just keep making this trip sound so much better. We had a lot of fun. Let's get into the show. You know, people are not going to want to do right now. What's that? Go on a motorcycle rally trip <laughs> up to New- upstate New York. Yeah, <laughs> sold that one really well. I know, I know. <laughs> we had a lot of fun that trip, though. All right, so the title for this one was called "Sometimes," and we know why because that's what Bao says to Jack when Jack asks him if he was. VC, meaning Viet Cong. The director was Ken Olin, who has directed 40 billion episodes of This Is Us. I'm not going to go through all of them. If you'd like, go to his IMDb page and you'll see all of them there. And the writer was Becca Brunstetter, who has written Career Days, Three Sentences, and A Manny Splendored Thing. And I will say Career Days and Three Sentences are among my favorite episodes of This Is Us. So the writing here is certainly indicative of that kind of quality. But I will leave it to you first, Mary, to tell me your lemonade rating. What do you got? My lemonade rating is a 4.9. Wow. I really enjoyed this episode. Wow. What? I beat you. This might be the first time in our lives that Ever. you enjoy something more than me. <laughs> Sorry. Why Why did you really enjoy this one? What was the, the basic summation of your 4-9 rating? I just loved it. I love Vietnam. I love Jack. I love early Jack and Rebecca. I mm-hmm. love Je- Rebecca's clothes. I love Kevin. <sighs> you know. You love the whole thing. I loved it. Well, yeah. I'm giving this one a big, fat five. Wow. This is easily one of my favorite episodes of This Is Us. 
I'm, I'm curating now. I th- I'm starting to come up with a top five, and I would say that this is in my top five. Number one being number one, uh, number two being uh, Memphis, uh, number three being the Super Bowl episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would. Um, I'm not sure about number four or five. I think it can go back and forth, but I really, really, really loved this episode. It was spectacular on so many different levels. And uh, but I do want to hear about your GBG first, though. What okay. is your GBG? Well, it, it's gone back and forth. I've had a lot of things that I've I've thoroughly enjoyed. But I've my, seen you change it forty million know, times in I the know. Google Doc. <laughs> my my good for this episode was the conversation that Jack had with his fallen, you know, soldiers' uh, parents. Oh, okay, yep. And how not only he was able to really go into how he felt, but how then the parents comforted him because mm. we all know that Jack's messed up and his dad is not a lovey-dovey kind of person. So there has been no one that we know of in Jack's life, aside from his mom, who probably would allow him to be sad and cry and vent. And I'm happy that he was able to have this. And I think that this is why he was able to able to cry in front of Rebecca. I think finally... You know, mm. he was able to release some of this tension and this steam. So I really enjoyed that conversation because also, you know, these parents, um, who knows if they have any other children that might have been their only squirrel might have been their only child. And now this was their way to be able to put their arm around a young soldier, their son's age and tell them it's not your fault. So right. I really I was thankful for that because that's probably something that they could never say to their son. Um, my bad for this episode. Oh my gosh. It was knowing that Jack and Rebecca will never be the old couple dancing to a slow song. <laughs> Seeing them dance. I was ready for Rebecca to be like, that's all I want is someone to grow old with. And I was like, please writers don't have her say that. And luckily she didn't. But that was my bad is just seeing that scene knowing that that won't be them. This is us is on the nose all the time. But that would be wicked on yes, the nose correct. and then my great for this episode was how both scenes between either jack and rebecca or kevin and zoe ended with the couples holding hands Excellent. i just thought that that was really a nice piece to know that both of them have come a long way uh, of opening up things from the past and of going forward mm-hmm. uh, the good for me is the conversation at the end with kevin and zoe we'll get into zoe in a little bit but when Kevin says to her, oh my God, I, after she announces to him that she was the victim of sexual assault from her father, Kevin says to her something like, oh my God, I, I just, I never knew. Like You, you just seem so strong. And Zoe's reply, uh, and I, I, can, I can't imagine what Becca Bernstetter must have been thinking when she wrote this. It must have just come out of her and she must have put her freaking hands up in the air and said, yes. Yes! Yes, I got it! Zoe's reply is, I am strong. And I just, when I, when I, oh, when I, when she said that, I just, it, it was, it, it was, it was. Agreed. It was outstanding. I, I, I am strong. I, I just thought that was the best retort uh, because she is strong. And, you know, say what you will about the relationship between she and Kevin. That reply, it was um, magnetic. It was poetic. It was masterful. It was, it was a great bit of writing. Uh, the bad for me, I'm just not in on Zoe. I'm not in on it. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still out. I don't care what anybody says. I don't even care if I feel badly for her because of her dad. I just think that this whole relationship, it's its being 
rushed. It's being jumped right into, and it's just going to end poorly. And poor Kevin is falling in love. Oh my god! And so is Zoe. Yeah, and and even then, like I kind of don't believe her when she says it to him. Like I I firmly believe Kevin, and even though I still think it's very quick, I still I firmly believe him. Like I can see him just falling head over heels for this girl. But just the way that she's treating him, and the way that she's talking to him, and she's like, yeah. I'm falling in love with you too. Yeah, the writers hopefully are going to hear this and if Zoe continues into season four, they're going to have to do a lot of loving just like they've been loving on Miguel. Yeah. Hopefully they, they'll sit there and say, we need to fix Zoe. Right, because Zoe- Because you all been eating on our girl, I Zoe. Know. I know. <laughs> I'm sleeping on Zoe, I'll yeah. tell you that. But the great, and the great is actually a tie, which is the first one, which is the cold open of the show with how the necklace that Jack wears was made. Uh, and it was meant to be given to a girl at a bar. And this girl just was with another guy. And the American soldier just takes the necklace, puts it down on the bar, and just walks away in disappointment. And then some other guy takes it and puts it on him. And he goes into battle and he dies. And the girl, the Vietnamese lady that we all know, uh, that has the necklace in, in the picture, uh, takes that necklace off of the body and puts it on her and then from there, it shows Kevin holding the picture and whatever. But it showed the whole process of this. And it, it's meant to look like it was ordained by the gods for Jack to have this necklace. And it, it was it's like this this travel path of of this necklace. And it was freaking really cool how they did it. But you end up discovering it later on in the episode. It's just a trinket. It's just something that everybody could have in the this is us world in vietnam and it blows all of our expectations it blows all of our interpretations right out of the water the whole thing right out of the water but the second and it's it's your boy milo uh oh, your boy milo so good man he blew my doors off with this episode uh, stunning stuff and you know for the most part i would say that his work uh, in this episode was 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 pretty good but then the end happened with him breaking down and crying. So good. I, so good. We were all crying along with I, him, obviously. I, I, had, I shed many a tear watching Jack just break down, fall apart to Rebecca singing that moment of catharsis of just letting it all out. Uh, it, was, it was just spectacular. It was <laughs> spectacular. And we said... That's three. Big three? Big three! So our first Big Three feedback comes from Mishi Crib Bryant on Facebook. 4.7 Lemonades. This one has so many feels. Jack's storyline was heart-wrenching. You could feel the emotion. Pittsburgh good. I like how Rebecca chose to see it. Loved the concessions of being in love between Kevin and Zoe. The second uh, of the big threes comes from Cindy Mahoney. She says, I'll give it a 4.7 lemonade rating. I like this time period a lot more than the present day stuff with Randall and Kate. By the way, hashtag agree. Good was the episode title sometimes relating to that moment of the bow answering whether he is Viet Cong, trying to figure out what that means. Very powerful moment. And we're going to get into that as a matter of fact. The bad. I don't buy the Jack spider speech convinced the officer to send Nikki to be with his brother. If taking his eye off squirrel is the worst thing that Jack ever did over there, then he doesn't feel like Nikki's death is his fault, right? So does he kill himself? Uh, that 
being Nikki, of course. And great was Rebecca's amazing backless dress when they met Nicole. Oh. Atta girl, good yes, eye, good yes, eye, yes. good eye. Loved that one as well. And our last of the big three comes from Mandy Lake. I loved this episode, writes Mandy. 4.9 Lemonades. Full disclosure, I originally wrote Kilts instead of Lemonades. <laughs> Mandy obviously is an Outlander cast listener as well. Her good was, I liked the mirroring between the trips with the two couples. Mm. The bad was something fishy is going on with Nick. It's making my head hurt. And her great was Milo Fragon Ventimiglia. Wow. So say we all. As if I couldn't love Jack Pearson more, he outdoes himself all the feels. And Mandy put in a side note, this week was much more enjoyable than last week. I promise most of us in Florida are able to count. Oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> all right. So this episode for me, uh, the major theme of this episode was interpretation. How do you interpret certain things in your life? And how do you ascribe meaning to it, right? Uh, the way that I look at it is how do we see the world around us? I mean, there's no more poignant line, and this is why I put this at the beginning of this episode. There's no more poignant line in the entire episode than when Jack asks Bao, are you a good guy or are you oh a bad guy? I love how we all know Jack survives Vietnam, and yet we were all probably clenching our fists, yeah, biting and grinding happen. our teeth like right. as he's looking at that watch. Oh, my gosh. Right. So, And he asks him, are you VC, meaning Viet Cong? And Viet Cong is part of the, 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 the opposing forces to the American forces in Vietnam. And with Bao's being, response being, sometimes. Oh. Sometimes. Like, that is incredible uh, it's 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 an incredible line uh, becca bernstetter nailed this episode in so many different ways but life is messy and there isn't just one thing that defines us all and that works for this entire episode by the way whether it's whether it's rebecca being only quotes pittsburgh good she could take that as an insult, which it is, but she finds comfort in it and recognizes that her dream isn't necessarily being in L.A., but rather being with the man that's next to her in the car that's showing his vulnerability. Ooh, yeah. I like that. Jack being able to take the weight off of his shoulders for feeling responsible for the death of Squirrel. Oh, or Nikki, Nikki saying to Jack, you should have let me rot out here. Man, you can't save me. It's just a nickname. You're not really Superman. Oh my gosh. That it's, was like such a ugh, slap I know. in the face. I know. Zoe being able to admit to her father that her father, uh, b being able to admit to Kevin that her father's father sexually abused yeah. her. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that she's weak. She is strong. Loved it. Kevin recognizing that his dad's, his dad's necklace is just a trinket that anyone can buy. But it's still important because it's his dad's necklace. Agreed. And it culminates in, as you said, my darling, a mirroring shot that takes place at the end of the episode. Jack grabs a hold of Rebecca's hand in need of silent comfort and acceptance. Yep. Kevin grabs Zoe's hand in silent comfort and acceptance because just being for her there after she proclaims her quote unquote love to him and he to her well let's take it that's love what is, yeah that's what's most important i'm going to i'm going to believe that she's falling in love okay just because her falling process is a little different than kevin's i'm not doubting that she has severe feelings for kevin right I'm not doubting we don't but, need quotes but all of these things are interpretive Correct. right 
whether or not you are a bad guy or a good guy, whether or not you are in love, whether or not you are able to get to somebody, whether or not you are able to accept the fact that you're just Pittsburgh good. All of these things are up for interpretation. And all of the road trips, I mean, it's not just two road trips that are happening. It's not just Kevin and Zoe. It's not just Jack and Rebecca. It's also Jack and Bao. Jack is going through the roads of Vietnam after trying to save his brother, someone who his brother interprets as not Superman, the opposite of Superman, someone who is actually holding him back. It's it's incredible stuff. It's it's it it, the writing here is spectacular. This is why it's one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, it was beautiful. So, what do you think about the visual storytelling um, between the hotel rooms and the evolution of Jack and Rebecca's relationship? How could you not giggle? How could you not blush? How could you not say, "Yeah, baby, go at it"? I mean, their first little kiss when Rebecca says three great dates and three kisses, like just loved and um goodness when they walk in and there's two beds and neither of them is falling asleep you don't know like what's gonna happen then oh. they have that next shot with the empty bed and they're in the same bed warm cozy pajamas off you're like way to go way to go and <laughs> then you're right the visual storytelling just showing that like they had an electric uh relationship and it just really like they clicked in so many ways mm-hmm. i'm so glad um but yeah, I, I also loved how the, not only you know, through the different hotel rooms and to show you that obviously driving across the country takes time mm-hmm. and they had a fun time during that journey, <laughs> but that also when they'd show those car shots of Jack battling or about him having his nightmares, you know, he is still recently out of Vietnam. This is still something that has plagued him. And mm-hmm. he also knew what he was getting into going to LA. He knew he had to really take the time to think about what he wanted to say to Squirrel's parents. Mm-hmm. So I liked how they were able to show us the both happy and sad. Right. Um, through all those different shots even jack realizing that you know that that moment when squirrel's parents says to him it's not your fault i mean it's 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 very like um goodwill hunting you know um but it isn't jack's fault it's just not and him being able to release that from himself and when he finally has that moment with rebecca uh, is spectacular. It just, uh, but I I love that that visual storytelling. That that one shot of seeing Jack's eyes open in bed in this cold, dark, blue hued room, and he's just looking up. And then there's Rebecca in the other side on the other bed, looking up as well. After he made fun of her for her cozy, <laughs> for PJs. Her cozy PJs. Um, that shot is spectacular because of the anticipation and the tension and. What do I do? I don't want to like. Be I mean, too Rebecca forward. brought up like two or three times that her mom was like, "Really, you're going on this trip?" Like Rebecca was able to voice mm-hmm. to us, to the world, this is kind of crazy that I'm not only you know seeing you this much as quickly, but I'm literally going on a road trip with pretty much someone I don't know. Mm-hmm. I know, and and I just if if this episode doesn't solidify the fact that this is probably your favorite couple on television right now then I don't know what there else is to do for This Is Us. Well, I, there's also Jamie and Claire. So. I, I know. I, I I agree. I Jamie and Claire are fantastic. How about network television? They can be our favorite couple on network television. I and think, then Jamie and Claire can be my favorite couple on let, let me say this. I think there's a great conversation to be had. I think there's a great conversation either way to be had if you love Rebecca and, uh, and Jack or Jamie and Claire. How about if we combine Jack and... 
Jack Pearson and Jamie Fraser into one Superman. I can. I'm on board. There we go. I'm Nikki on board. You would say that was Superman. <laughs> um, in a route on Zoe. I'm still out, and I feel terrible about it because. Poor Kevin's fallen in love with her and she's falling in love with him. As I said, I don't think the writers are giving her enough to make us love her for him yet. Agreed. Um, She's still coming off callous and cold. And the interactions that they do show us are her being kind of rude and snippy. I mean, yes, while she's eating the bat, she even says, oh, God, please tell us that we don't look that obvious that we're travelers. And when (laughs) Kevin made a look... I thought he was looking at those people being like, what's wrong with you? They're just normal Americans or normal travelers. Like, why are you being so mean? And like, oh, God, look at them. Like, what is wrong with you? But really, he was looking at the necklaces. But I thought that Kevin was finally seeing Zoe for being kind of the snippy, rude person that I see her as. Mm -hmm. So I'm still out on Zoe. If she is meant to be in the picture for a long time, and if we are meant to love her, I really hope that the writers change uh, a little bit of her for us and I'm not saying that I don't want a strong woman I love a strong woman but I'm just not liking you don't want a bitchy woman for the bitchy's sake yeah yeah especially for Kevin right Kevin's just such a little pudding and it's funny because does Kevin deserve the kind of you could argue that he already had that kind of woman and Sophie like the kind of woman that you would think that he needs someone who's there to take care of him someone who's there to love him and just not coddled but just Take her newer, take him into her arms and just say, You're mine and everything's gonna be okay. I do not see Zoe like that. I I don't. Correct. And but I feel like that's does Kevin deserve that? Kevin doesn't need a mom, but Kevin just needs a nice girl. Okay? I'm not saying he needs a mom. Right. And another th- interesting factor I found for the Kevin and Zoe thing is that Kevin is kind of playing the mirrored image of Jack. In that Zoe is the one who's being stoic and Rebecca is constantly trying to get information out of Jack and Jack just can't give that information up. And how funny, because Kevin always really relates to Jack, you know, like he feels like I'm Jack Pearson's son, like I am so much like him, but he's just as uh, persistent as as his mother. I know. And that's the funny thing, because that's why I say mirrored image, because he is the one who's poking and prodding Zoe to get all that information. Uh, In or out on learning the origin of Beck. Love it. I loved it too. I, I I could see why some people would not be into it. Why? Because it's like you kind of want that to happen organically. You kind of just want that to just happen. I thought it did. I mean, here we got to hear her be called Becky by and her she, friend. And, and she's she like, was like, no one ever calls me Becky, ever. And then here is Jack at his moment of weakness. He's so sad. He's so broken. He just did what he's been dreading doing this entire time. Mm-hmm. And he calls her Beck. And she's oh. like, wow, I like that. Oh, done. Uh, and he's like, Beck, please. Like, oh my God, my heart is just melting just thinking about it. This, I, I, I freaking love this episode. The lyrics for Rebecca's song okay. um, are beautiful. They're written specifically for this show, this Correct. song. Yes. And it's people say it's nice to meet me, and I often wonder why. I've studied my reflections. I look me in the eye. But I still can't draw conclusions. I'm still talking out of turn. Now I ask too many questions about the lessons I will learn. It turns out all of my mistakes were forgivable. And that can be both applied to Rebecca. 
it can be applied to Jack specifically. And it can also be applied to Kevin and Zoe, I think, as well. Yep. All of their mistakes are forgivable. And Jack can forgive himself. It's just a question of whether or not he can interpret that correctly and use that to his ability. And just hearing those lyrics laid on top of watching Milo break down. And it reminded me, remember remember the movie uh, Captain Phillips? The one with uh, Tom Hanks, and he was the guy from Boston who Sully. Uh, no, not Sully. Captain Phillips. He's the guy from Boston who who was uh, who was the captain of the ship. The pirate people. The pirate people and all that other okay. stuff. After he gets uh, rescued at the end of the film, ha- uh, spoiler alert, he gets rescued at the end of the film, and he has this emotional response because uh, he was just so strong and so stoic throughout the whole film, and trying to take care of all of his crew and making sure nobody else died and getting through the whole issue. He gets on the aircraft carrier and he just breaks down. He just can't help himself. He can't stop the emotion flowing out of him. That's what I felt like Jack was going through at that moment where he finally had that release. He finally had that catharsis. Hearing all of these words, I am, there's nothing actually to forgive. It's not my fault. I, it was a beautiful moment. It's one of my favorite moments that This Is Us has ever shown us. Mm-hmm. It was spectacular. Okay, my darling, final thoughts for this episode. You got anything else? No. For me, this episode, the, my final thought is that it cements the fact that This Is Us is absolutely at its best when it just focuses on what it wants to say and it focuses on a limited amount of characters. The fact that we only got Jack, Rebecca, Kevin, and Zoe in certain forms throughout this whole episode, it did the opposite, the exact opposite of what what all the other episodes have done so far, except for Vietnam. It just kept the story focused. We don't don't have 40 million things. We're not worrying about audio pooping, (laughs) right? Yes. Uh, This solidifies the fact that if you're going to write this... um, if you're gonna if you're gonna write this as us, you need you need to focus on certain characters. My love, do you have a hot take? Yes. You do. I do. Excellent. <laughs> I'm really hoping that it's Thanksgiving in the Pearson household. Kevin's out of town. Miguel gets to be Pilgrim Rick. Oh yes. <laughs> Without any tension. I think he, I think he'll be Pil- Pilgrim Rick. I, I, I think, do you think they'll do Thanksgiving? Oh yeah, yeah. I hope so. I think so. Yeah, there, there's no way. I mean, they they skipped. They had they tied in the elections to this season. They're they're absolutely gonna have a Thanksgiving. I hope episode. so, and I hope that Mickey gets the hat. <laughs> okay, for me, you know, Mary, you, you said something last night in the episode while we were watching it that kind of struck me, and it made sense. So far, Rebecca has been the better girlfriend to Jack's boyfriend. Yes. And Jack is the better, well, not better, but it's just, it seems like the better husband to Rebecca's wife. Do you know what I mean? I do. I feel like Mandy Moore is the one, not Mandy, but uh, Rebecca is the one who pushes the marriage. I feel like she's the one who is like all about this relationship. And she says to Jack, I want to get married. And it's not that Jack doesn't want to do it, but I feel like she's the one who says, we're doing this. I'm madly in love with you. 
let's let's get this done. Do you think Mandy Moore pretty much is going to do the proposal? Not Mandy Moore, but you think Rebecca's going to I'm not sure if she's going to propose, but I think that she's the one that's going to say I'm madly in love with you and I want to be married. And I think it's going to be I think it's going to happen relatively soon within the context of the story. Wow. So I feel like that's what's going to happen because she sees Jack for who he is and not what he is letting out. And I I think that's spectacular. When you can tell a story and as a viewer see somebody for who they are even though they're putting out different different like vibes and seeing that another character interpret that the way that she is it's just spectacular. That's right. It's a girl. Love it. People say it's nice to meet me. I often wonder why. I've studied my reflection. I look me in the eye. It's Rebecca singing her demo. So cool. So cool. So I want to thank everybody for listening to uh, this episode. If you'd like to find us on any of our social media, just look us up at Mary and Blake, whether it's YouTube or Facebook, Twitter, all of that stuff. We're all there and you can catch us at any of those venues. Love it. Love it. And of course, we want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen. We know that your time is precious and whether you're in the car, out for a walk, at the gym, we truly appreciate your taking the time to listen to this podcast. That's right. So if you want to uh, do us a favor and actually just tell somebody, a friend of yours, that this podcast exists, we know that there are millions of you out there watching This Is Us and we know that there are millions of you out there that are, uh, you know, listening to podcasts so either you can share this on your stories or just tell a friend that we exist or you can even actually go to itunes and leave us a review as a matter of fact yes like katie bell 71 did she wrote all the feels and tears i love these two i discovered their outlander cast podcast last year and then when they started podcasting about this is us i was in i love their candor passion and fun i listen on the way to work and it just starts out my day with a smile they are real down to earth and hilarious i'm glad to have the support group of this is us fans because it's a dang tearjerker all the feels thanks for keeping up the great work i'll tell you what that this episode was a tearjerker at the end oh Oh my god jack just break after he says i never cry i hold it in and and it's so fitting and poetic that he cries in front of Rebecca at the I end. Love it. Oh I love it. my god. This is why we love this show. I love this show. I really do. Well ladies and gents, my name's Mary. My name's Blake. And this is us too. Was a sign that all the ink is invisible. If you give it, give it enough time. Give it enough time